What is going on, podcast friends? Welcome back to Podcast Land. Uh, today we are doing something just a little bit different. Uh, we have a YouTube live discussion that I did with my very good friend Joshua Martin from Joshua Martin Studios. Uh, this is uh, about content, uh, being a content creator, right? The life of a content creator. And uh, I was inspired to to make uh, to reach out to to Joshua because recently he had. Um, uh, moved away from his job at the University of Notre Dame under their uh, marketing department. And uh, he is now working full-time for Moment Lenses. I'm pretty sure many of you know who Moment is. They make um, some really, really uh, interesting and uh, and very intuitive uh, lenses for, for mobile phones, right? Mobile phone photography and, and video, video films, video, whatever the, 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 the term is this day. I don't know anymore. Uh, but what I do know is that he is having a blast um, because now he has more time, right? So we talk about uh, how, how moving to Moment Lenses has given him a breath of fresh air, allowing him to pursue more uh, freelance work, more freelance projects, allowing him to, uh, again, be a full-time content creator for for Moment Lenses and also continue on uh, continuing to create content for his YouTube channel, right? So we talk about that. Uh, he's also a recent um, uh, recent owner uh, of a the Zcam S6. So we talk about the ins and outs, so the pros and cons of the Zcam uh, S6, uh, his thoughts on that, his experiences uh, actually using the camera on set. And uh, also we answer a couple of questions from, from his subscribers on the YouTube live chats. And uh, definitely hope to do uh, more of more of those uh, live sessions with uh, other friends of mine, other cinematographers, other content creators, right? To kind of bring value and perspective to all of us. All right. So again, this is a long one. So strap in, uh, have some nice uh, drinks ready, uh, maybe some good snacks. Maybe you're driving in the car. That, that always helps to kill time. And let's go. I'm just trying to jerry-rig this stuff, man. So you should see my setup. Well, actually, I took a, I'll take I'll take this to you later. Okay, magic arms, live. small rig magic arms are the greatest. They're affordable and they work. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I have a ton of small rig stuff. Magic arms, everything, you know. Okay, my IG, my IG live is live. We'll see who who joins. Yeah, I'm gonna get some now. questions. Okay. Yo, yep, I got people popping in already. So guys, if you're gonna be on Instagram, welcome, welcome. If you're gonna be on the YouTube channel as well, we are live as well. Man, it's been a minute. You set? You ready? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Cool, bro. Ready. How are you? Good, man. You know, it's uh, it's it's already November. Can you believe that? It's already so it's already November, so man. Fast. Dude, it's been going by so fast, man. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, like life is good, you know. I've been blessed to um, still be working. Uh, but obviously, there was like that middle of the year where things were kind of just drying up, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, like after June, June or so is when things started to pick back up, at least for me. Um, so you know, commercial stuff, uh, narrative stuff, uh, a doc. Um, project that i did this year too so nice. it's been it's been pretty good and it's still just trying to create some content for for youtube you know awesome bro actually i have some people saying they can't hear so um i guess let's just try let's just have you just jump on my live on instagram jump on your live yeah jump on my live okay hold on request to yeah request to join and then We'll see Let's how that rolls. See. 
the tricky thing I'm, I'm talking to Instagram now, the tricky thing is like when we, I wish there was a way to kind of connect both streams on YouTube and Instagram. So it can just yeah. be a seamless thing. I don't, maybe there is a way. So maybe, maybe there's a paid way. I don't know. That might be a lot of money, but um, yeah, hold on. We're going to get David on here on the Instagram live. And then we're going to just kind of just, this is real laid back. All my, all of our lives have been just chill. There's no like intro thing, which will come maybe later on. Yeah, there's on. no intro thing. David. Here on the um, we're just going to just kind of chat, ask questions. So I'm on your, I'm on your live now. Okay, you're gonna hit request. Um, you see those like two yep. people? Yeah, just tap that. Is it request. <laughs> when I go live, my internet decided to die. That sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the one thing. My internet has been sucking so much this year. Um, yeah. I think just because the provider I have is just like terrible, but um. But yeah, with everything else, it's like, um, uh, cause it's just like, I'm uploading like gigs and gigs for like client stuff. And then, mm -hmm. and then just a bunch of people like around the house and then, you know, so <laughs> let me lower I turned mine to like half. So tell us guys yeah. on Instagram, if you can hear us, just give us a thumbs up. Um, again, you'll have better quality if you want to go to the YouTube channel. I'm actually using my Z cam guys. My Z cam has the webcam. Um, I'm in open gate, so it's like a three two ratio, so you can see that it's kind of square, it's kind of vibey. But, um, yeah, uh, Periscope used to be a dual system, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so what's up with your Z cam, man? <clears throat> Do you still have your Black Magic or no? Nah, I sold that to Black okay. Z cam. Um, the I do miss the workflow of Black Magic, it's, it's quite nice, it's quite mm -hmm. easy. Um, but Zcam has grown on me. It's been six, going on seven months now with it. And I've spent a ton of hours um, using it for projects, using it for two films, a doc and an experimental film, uh, a ton of just now YouTube content. And now I'm using it for my vlogging channel too. So it's, <laughs> it's getting a lot of use out of it. And the more I use it, the more I'm starting to love it. Um, oh, we already got some questions about the Komodo. <laughs> It, it, it was it was eventually coming it was going to come yeah it's eventually coming yeah i mean I, I have i have a couple of friends here in la los angeles area that have a komodo um pre-ordered or you managed to just get one mm -hmm. uh yeah i mean like i think i think it's 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 um how much is that like five or six grand six seven grand, grand i think yeah mm -hmm. i mean that's that that's how, how much is how much was yours how much is the f6 you have the, the s i have the s6 so i have the super 35 and that comes in around twenty five hundred dollars. That's not bad, man. It's not bad at all. Not, that's why I went. I, I feel like the S six is the best value if you're just getting into Z cam. Um, and then the F six is about forty five hundred dollars, and the S. I'm sorry, the F eight is closer to six thousand dollars. So that price range of mm -hmm. the Komodo. Um, I think what Komodo has on the upside is it has sixteen color, uh, sixteen bit color depth which is crazy good um but outside of that I'm, I'm not a red guy i haven't gotten into the red system before um i just know the color science is, is kind of is crazy with the red um what's it called red raw that's what yeah, yeah red, red code yeah. yeah red code um i've only edited a couple times but um it's very it's very appealing but the upside for zcam it's just, it's more modular. And I like having modularity with my cameras. Um, 
the I could change out the mounts and the mounts were inexpensive. I had three mounts, so I only spent about three hundred dollars total. <laughs> um, yeah, the, do they have uh, like a e like an email for that. So or they're something? coming out. They're, ah. they they're coming out with email. The email is like an M mount. I had the MFT mount and the and the um, what's gonna call it. Um, Micro four mount and a oh. micro four third locking mount. Yeah, I have all those gotcha. mounts. Uh, oh, I have three mounts, I say. But um, I really like having that just because my system can be as big as it needs to be with different lenses or as small it needs to be. And I've been really rocking with the SR Magic Micro Primes um, for a long time now uh, just because it keeps the, this whole system really light and really um, nimble. Um, give me a second. I forgot to post this on facebook for yeah with like the with the komodo though it, it it feels like for for you know for six grand compared to like uh like a zcam s6 or like a black magic 6k you know like you at the end of the day like you're you're really paying for like that red code raw yeah and for from what i've seen like the dynamic range is pretty much on par with like the um the black magic the 6k the 4k um the z cams you know like it's good it's good dy dynamic range but yeah i mean that's all you're really paying for is like because it's a red yeah even yeah, though yeah. it's a komodo it's you're just paying for the red you know so yeah. maybe that may, and maybe that's very appealing like um i know at least in los angeles like like last uh, last weekend i was on a shoot and i shoot with the fs7 you know mm -hmm. um and one of the talent there was like I think we had 11, 11 actors that day. It was, it was like show like five commercials. Sheesh. And yeah, I know it was, it was, trust me, it was from 8.30 AM wrapped like we, we were, we had the location until like 8 PM and we wrapped like 7.30. Wow. Literally like nonstop. Yeah. yeah nonstop. Dude, I didn't I have lunch, nothing, but it was, it was a fun day. It was a fun shoot, but a long story short. So one of the talent, we were shooting one of the commercials and he, he's looking at, it, he's like, Hey, is that a, is that a red? I'm like, no, man. <laughs> and I, I kid you not. Like that's, I get that. Like every shoot I go on, if it's whatever the talent is, or, you know, I've had yeah, like, yeah, um, condition to say it's a red or something. Yeah. Because you know, they, they see it. Cause in, you know, Los Angeles, it's, it's a lot of hype, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're in that industry of like hype. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, if you shoot lower budget stuff, typically they're, Oh, is that a red? And then if you shoot a higher end stuff, it's like they, they expect it to be like an Alexa. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Um, it's like red or there's nothing between yeah, there's nothing in between that, which is but I think that that line is 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 slowly that gap is slowly creeping up. But basically what I was what I'm trying to say is um, you know, you're really paying for like the that name, the mm. name brand, but the name brand necessarily isn't gonna get you like because like the, the talent isn't hiring for the job, the director is. Yeah, exactly. And the director is like, hey, whatever you shoot on, you shoot on, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So exactly. No, you're right. You're right. You're yeah, you're right about that. Um, what has been, so like, what, what have your, your most recent pro recent projects um, been? Uh, mostly just branded, branded stuff. So like product stuff, um, uh, I have a, like a retainer client that, um, that I've been working with for the past three years. So it's like mm -hmm. venue spaces. That's a, that's been a tough one. Like trying mm -hmm. to have, trying to sell a venue at all this year is yeah, like yeah. extremely rough with things being locked down. Um, and then just like, just all kinds of, uh, uh, just all kind of like branded content, I guess is basically yeah. the most of it. Some yeah. corporate stuff. Um, those are pretty easy. You know, corporate stuff usually is like, You've done so many of them. It's just like, all right, cool. Show up. Yeah, yeah, we, show, we know what to get. Yeah, exactly. We know what to get, you know, but um, yeah, a lot of branded content stuff. And then I shot one doc this year. Um, uh, the director is also editing it. So I think that'll probably take like, 
you know, probably take a while for that one to come out. Mm, yeah, it's funny. Um, I'm on right now. Um, we're the director and our are editing back and forth. Um, so right now we're in act. We're entering act three of the doc. So I'm hoping it'll be done by the end of the year. But things. How do you guys? How do you guys? How are you guys doing the, the editing? Is it like? Uh, well, he like lives. He lives close to me, so we just share drives. You know. Oh, uh, okay. I have used Frame.io. I do want to invest in that when I have more projects because I do want to outsource. I, I've I've connected with a couple of color grader, uh, colorists. I mean, um, um, and a few other editors where I want to use Frame.io more often. I've used it a couple of times. Um, but right now it's been easier just kind of locally the director and I just kind of just go back and forth with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll make a cut. I'll refine it. I'll make a cut. He'll tell me his notes. So that's how we kind of go back and forth right now. Yeah. Is that um, fair? Is it all online? Like, do you just upload the stuff online? Yeah. Oh, okay. um, I'm, I was looking for if I can get a faster internet speed. I have the fastest internet speed for Xfinity right now, but it's, it's still kind of the, the upload speeds are just abysmal in my opinion. But mm. so if I have like a large, you know, 10 gig, you know, a 10 gig rough draft of something, I have to um, export it still 422 ProRes at at least 4K at least. Um, yeah, that's then, rough, dude. Upload yeah. that. Like, I, I've been having to upload a lot of ProRes this year, which I mm-hmm. traditionally don't ever need to because usually I'm just delivering um, H.264 if I'm the one editing it or if I have mm-hmm. someone ed- editing it on the team. Um, if it is ProRes, then usually what we'll do is like traditionally we just transcode it and then I would just put on a drive and then ship it off or, or you know, drive it to somewhere, you know. But now it's like uh, having to upload ProRes, it's like, oh, dude, they're like, you know, unless you're, unless you're uploading like ProRes proxy, it's like, dude, it takes so, so yes, long, dude. Yeah, so yes. I just kind of, I try to, I try to stay timely where if I'm working on it and it's due the next day, I'll, I'll finish it and then just let it upload throughout the night. Mm-hmm. And then I'll wake up early just to check on it. And if, I mean, most of the time it's it it like a, a the largest file I had to upload to Google Drive or Frame.io. Frame.io sometimes crashes. I think just because the upload speeds or whatever. But uh, it it takes um, the largest gig was about close to fifty, and that was like individual larger files so that mm-hmm. they can grade. Because he one of the colors I worked with he's in Chicago, so and Chicago's kind of back and forth with lockdowns and stuff so it's easier just to do things that way mm-hmm. um but that's yeah. cool yeah that's cool i mean that kind of sounds like you know like one i guess one of one of the um potential things that like content creators are, are looking are, are looking at facing like you know this year or next year mm-hmm. is how, to, how how are they supposed to get um their videos or their their deliverables to like their client or, or producer or whoever, or whoever is need, needing the, um, the video, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Either ship a uh, drive or, <laughs> or upload it. I had a client, I worked with a, a company that a marketing company agency, however you want to call it. They were, um, there, there's this campaign for, um, oh, what's the term? It's not, it's at, it's like at living, care is basically like having um uh, like at home care or? at home care something like that yeah something okay yeah 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 so we shot i shot one of their their um their profiles for that and they mailed me a couple of drives um to just dump the footage and stuff so there's always that's always like i guess the traditional route just like mailing drives and stuff mm-hmm. um because they want it as quickly even though i feel like online would be quicker but you know i guess they're old school but um some people like that man yeah i guess yeah i guess I <laughs> the physical files and such <laughs> yeah man 
Um, I was going to ask something else though. So what is, what is the, what is LA like now? Um, after these couple months, are you guys back in like lockdown or, uh, it's looking like it. <laughs> is that, is that right? It's looking like it, man. I mean, um, it's it, so in, in California, I don't, I think other States are doing something similar, but at least in California, there's, there's a color code depending on your total number of like COVID cases. Wow. Okay. So if you're like, it, uh, like green, yellow, red or something like that. Yeah. It's per it's per it's purple which is like the worst i don't i don't know i don't know why purple is the worst <laughs> it's like purple red honestly i don't even know the other two colors are because mm-hmm. like los angeles county has been purple since march like it hasn't changed not even not even like one week um and then um another the next county next next to us orange county they've been like red which mm-hmm. is this which is Second, second, second to worst. <laughs> and they've been, they were purple and then they were red, I think maybe around like July or so. So they, mm. and they're still, they're still red and other, other counties are like good, but they're like super small, like, you know, population less than a thousand or something like that, mm. you know? Got you, got you. So, but as far as like, um, that goes, yeah. So, so that's how, that's how it's looking. Um, work wise, it's kind of, uh, I, I, I've seen like the higher budget stuff pick back up, you know, mm-hmm. so like local 600, union stuff pick pick back up very okay. very slowly yeah um but all the it. yeah man but it pretty much all the middle stuff is gone it's either you're mm-hmm. doing like low budget stuff or the high budget stuff and so some of the low budget stuff is like taking the space of what um middle budget mm, was so interesting it's kind of it's i, I kind of make the analogy to like sort of like how people were saying that like there is no middle class anymore in America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. And now with production, it's like, there is no middle budget. It's either you're doing low budget stuff or, or high, high budget stuff. That's yeah. it. There ain't nothing in the middle anymore because of, because of COVID, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I guess outside say, of that, it's like the doors wide open in a way. Yeah, that, that's true. So the people who like decided who are still in California, cause some people are leaving California and some people mm-hmm. have already left. Mm-hmm. Um, the door is open for them to like, at least uh, uh, get the work that, um, that need that needs to be filled from people yeah. leaving, production yeah. companies leaving, or uh, cinematographers leaving, stuff agencies leaving, mm-hmm. things like that. So it's it's. I mean, it's. I'm, I've still been working. Yeah. So and to Fair say, enough. you know, <laughs> just because you're doing low budget doesn't mean you're doing like a hundred dollar gigs all the time. Exactly. It's, you exactly. know what I'm saying? It's a couple thousand dollars. But mm-hmm. um, for us, that's low budget. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I, I just did an interview with um, Nick Pilecki. He's a he's a cinematographer out of Ontario. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, most of his stuff is like within, um, you know, that like 20K to like 100K range for like commercial stuff, you know? That's wild. And even that's considered like, you know, like low mid budget. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's all, it's, it's all, you're still working. So it, yeah. it's all, it's all good. It's all good. That's all that matters right now. You're still working. Um, someone asked, do you use a colorist on all your gigs? Um, now, I've, I mean, I can ask you to that, but now mm-hmm. I've, as of recent, I've been trying to outsource more of my work so I can kind of have a more balanced workload. Um, Cause now I'm a full-time, I've been saying this well now, I'm a full-time dad, stay at home dad. That is, um, which is a big difference from being a you know a regular full time dad going to a, your office and coming back home. No, I'm here 24 seven now, um, which is great. But now I have to really kind of figure out where do I need to spend my time, and it's still rough. I'm so kind of my wife and I are still kind of balancing that out. But when I can, um, 
especially when someone is offering their services just for free, say, can I color grade this? And I'll think about, okay, I have a project two, three weeks in advance. Let's chat. Let me see what your style is. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and then we kind of go from there. So, uh, so yes and no. Um, I, if I can color it, I'll color it. But if I can hand it off, I'll hand it off. Have you worked with any colors? I'm, I'm sure you have. Uh, you know, honestly, I, I've, I've only worked more with like editors and like sound mm. and like post sound, um, color grading. I, I feel like everyone should learn color grading now because it's yeah. got, it's gotten to a point where like the, the tools are so like good, you know, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. resolve. You can get a free version of resolve and yeah, I'm excited like, for 17. It's been, they beefed it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. I saw a couple of like the, uh, the release notes and some of the beta stuff. It looks good, man. Yeah. Um, I'm a, but I'm gonna hold off for a bit though. <laughs> yeah. 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 For me. Yeah. For, for sure. Same for me. Cause I saw projects that I'm editing, but yeah, I, I feel like everyone should learn how to color grade. There's so many, videos and, and tutorials and mm-hmm. paid stuff or whatever. And then you just start messing around, you know, yeah, um, yeah. until you get to a point where you start, you know, like even, even though I color my own stuff, I'm not a colorist. I, I, I know enough to make the image that I want to get, yeah, but I'm still learning stuff. To, and that's really all you need to, that's what I try to just hone in. It's like, where do I want the image to be? And then I'll give my, that's what, that helps you communicate. Cause if you're diving into it a little bit, you can understand the tools, the language, and then say, this is some references, this is the direction I want to head towards. Then you can make better communication that way. Yeah, because yeah, if, if you know the tools, or at least the majority of them, then when you're mm-hmm. working with the colorist, you can, you're, on the, you're on the same uh, language level, you yeah. know, where there isn't yeah. any kind of like miscommunication. Yeah, you don't want to create uh, barriers, yeah. Exactly, you know. Um, and then, I don't know, for me, I, I do enjoy uh, coloring. Like, I'm working on my, my updated reel for 2020, oh. and... Dude, I've been I've been recoloring stuff because it's like this is something I do is like I'll color it and then I'll wait a week mm-hmm. and then I look at it and then usually if if I feel like oh I gotta tweak it then I'll, I'll make oh, the tweak. That's too green. Oh, that's too magenta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'll make the tweak and then I'll wait another week and mm-hmm. then if there's still something I need, I I feel like ah oh, it just doesn't look right. Then I'll keep tweaking it until I get to the point where like say like at week four and I make mm-hmm. I make um. Or say I get to week four, I'm like, that looks pretty good, right? Then I'll wait yeah. another week, and if it still looks pretty good, then I won't touch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's smart. Yeah, I've um, I bought a class from um, oh, what are they called? It's the class that oh, it, MZ MZ. Oh yeah, one yeah. So they had a color grading class with the I forget his name. Um, and I'm really tempted. I have the paint. I have the paint to paint my walls a particular gray, so mm. you won't have that color shift. Cause I mm. noticed I have that color shift. Now it's nice having, it's interesting having this new iMac with the nano texture. Um, the glares reduce greatly. I don't have a lot of light that comes into my editing office, but um, something I'm keeping aware of. And I do want to purchase a, a grading monitor so I can at least just have a more accurate uh, reference when I'm doing something, especially like mm-hmm. with more money involved. But for the most part, I just really just hone into my scopes. If I don't have a monitor, I just look at my scopes as much as possible, where it's going to fall. So, yeah, vector scope helps out a ton with that stuff, especially yeah. with like um like with like skin tones, you know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because with vector scope, you don't have to guess. It, like you you have the skin tone indicator, yeah, and the then indicator, yeah, yeah. So you don't. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, that. exactly. So like like the tools are, are are there, and it's so easy, you know. Like like literally resolve the the the, the free version has enough for you to literally just make 
the, the majority of my color grading stuff, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do color all my stuff though. It's, it, it's fun for me too. You know, if I got to get something out fast, like pretty quick, then I usually won't color much. I'll just touch it up. Just a little, little color correction, little balance. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know? Exactly. I didn't realize people were, some people are in the chat right now. So let me see. I'm just saying my mom was in the chat. Hey mom. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, Anthony says DR is definitely better on the Komodo and the 3R latitude is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, reach films. What's up? That's because big business is taking over. Have a perspective outside of your own industry. They're just making generic. I'm not generic, just general comments. Keep it yeah. up. Great work. Kings. Appreciate it y'all. Um, so man, there's so much to talk about, but like, at the end of the day, I'm tired. <laughs> it's good. like 10 o'clock your time, right? Or- yeah, it's all good, though. It's all yeah. good. Today, yeah, today yeah. was interesting. My wife, she's actually shooting her first commercial. Oh, um, local, damn. Local business. Um, so I was kind of helping her out. Um, this has been interesting to see her journey. It's been really fun. Uh, a lot of back and forth in the house of two creatives trying to get trying to get work. It's been, it's been interesting, but it's been fun. Um, she's doing a lot for some local businesses here. Um, did she ambitious. start her her own like um like her own brand and then that's yeah. separate from like like Joshua Martin Studios or yeah okay. she just comes on and she needs if I need assistance most of the time but she's um she's doing her own thing she's trying to do her vlogs and stuff and then um, beef up her business so she's been working with several different types of uh, smaller brands um, here in the city mm-hmm. and just like kind of locally connecting so it's been fun watching her grow in that way. Um, but that, um, that's how it starts though man yeah absolutely that's how yeah, we started yeah, I mean, that's how i started <laughs> same here man same yeah, here it's kind of yeah. just you just get yourself out there it can be it's nerve-wracking but you need those little um those blocks those steps to kind of mm-hmm. learn stumble a bit learn stumble a bit more learn some more so it's always that continual. i'm still obviously we're still stumbling and learning mm-hmm. but we have all this all this uh past um mistakes or or lessons to be learned that helps us kind of just continue to move forward yeah, I feel like for any any you know anyone trying to get into uh, video production or content creation or especially in in that freelance realm, that's really how it starts. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking to leave your 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 eight to five or whatever it is, or um, maybe you're you always want to do it on the side, that's always a great way to start. Is like do local stuff, do local um, boutique shops or local or uh, semi local brands. You know, if yeah. and especially if it's just start if you're just starting out. Yeah. And you're and you're really trying to build up a portfolio, like mm-hmm. do free stuff, man, free gigs. See who needs help, yeah. Um, and then just get some get some stuff together, you know. And always be prepared for for rejection. Rejection is going to be part of this journey. Um, I've got rejected a ton from just stuff like, hey, I would love to work with you. Oh, great, we don't ne- necessarily need it right now. Oh, we don't have the budget for this. Oh, like that's totally fine. It's not that people don't want to work with you. Maybe that's the case, but just. You just got to just keep asking, keep asking, keep asking, keep honing your skills too. And just keep asking. Mm-hmm. Yep. hundred um, percent. Yeah, bro. So I work at moment. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to ask. Where, where, how, did, how did that happen? How did, how did all that I manifest, saw, I guess, man? I saw, so I, I always have this weird, I think God gave me this, this knack of knowing when it's my time to, to move on to something else. And I and I felt it for a little bit at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's been great. It was the next great stepping block for my career, and just 
it, I had to grow up pretty fast when I got here. Um, and so I was nearing, I was, I was nearing a crossroad where I was recognizing, do I really want to go full time with the things that I really want to do, which is be on YouTube and create my own content or, or work outside of the YouTube world or keep a nine to five and try to keep my family, you know, safe and keep us afloat to do, to still pursue the things that I love. So I was in that crossroad and um, I was just on Twitter one day and I was scrolling and I saw they had posted, Hey, we have a filmmaker's position open. And I just paused. I waited right there. I'm like, I'm just looking at the tweet. I'm like, should I, is this, is this, <laughs> is this the time? Is this the moment? No pun intended, but is, is this it? <laughs> um, and then I started filling out the application a little bit more. Then I stopped, I got home and I walked up to my wife and said, Hey, so moment has a position open for a filmmaker. Should I, I feel like I should do it. Should I do it? She was like, yes. What are you talking? What? Why are you second guessing? So I filled it out. And then the next week later, um, or later that week, I think my application got accepted. I'm like, Whoa, that was hey. actually pretty fast. <laughs> and I got, a, I got a message from Mark, the CEO, um, say, Hey, regiment, uh, application X, Y, and Z let's set up a, a initial call. So I then following week had the call with him, um, interested and in, he, he offered, so what they do, they do a project by hire basically. And, um, so say, this is what the scope is. We want you to do a project and, um, we'll judge you. We'll just a hire based off of that. And so, uh-huh. um, I was like, yeah, totally. And then I got to, got to talk with Caleb. Caleb's such an awesome guy. So much energy. He's, he's, he's fun to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then Taylor eventually when I went up to Seattle and stuff, but um, he's, he was cool, helping me through everything. Um, and it's weird, like, I was applying to be a YouTuber. And even though I was, I, I am on YouTube, but, like, this is, like, a, a next-tier YouTube level. Mm-hmm. So um, it was all kind of just, like, oh, I was freaking out a little bit. And then, um, yeah, after that, it was just an easy process. Um, it was funny. He, he said to me that he already, he already knew who I was because I <laughs> make black magic content. So he already has a black magic. So I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> right, dude. That's, that's cool, how things, right? that's how things work, man. Yeah. Always put yourself out there no matter what, even if you don't think it's like the greatest, put yourself out there. You'll grow from that. And that's what yeah. I've learned. Right. So, um, fast forward to now, you know, I'm, I've, it's been three weeks now and it's been really great. It's been different because it's a complete remote job. So I'm here still in the Midwest. Most of the most of the um, teammates are in the west west coast, so times vary. Obviously, the three hour you're three hours back, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so trying to you know manage that. So it was kind of nice. My schedule is a little bit more um, not as tied down as to nine to five, but I'm still like on the clock in Slack, chatting up future projects, uh, planning all this stuff. I have a few things to shoot next week, so it's a it's a nicer way of just not feeling stressed and tied. That thing, that's what the most liberating thing about working that moment now. I'm not tied to my job, my desk that is. That's what Notre, Notre, being at Notre Dame felt like, even though I was home working, mm. I was just tied, I was like chained to my desk uh, for those hours. And then now the baby's a little more active and I, I can just step away for a bit, play with her for a bit, come back. I can kind of de-stress a little bit faster. So it's been great. It's been a great move and a blessing overall. Yeah, man. Congrats, big congrats on that one, dude. Appreciate when I saw it. that, I was like, yeah, get it. I feel it. like it was a win for the for the community for me. It was like, yo, this is for, for all of us. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, win, win, for, win for the community, win for your audience. And also, mm-hmm. you know, it opens up even more doors yeah. than what you had um, before, mm-hmm. you know, because with the audience that moment, moment has, it all that 
um it's like a yeah yeah, it just trickles around man Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so do they do they do they do uh because the only thing i know moment for is like they have i know they have lenses for like phones but do they have other products yeah so right now we are we are trying to be a one-stop shop for creatives Mm. meaning we are going to provide you education of learning the gear that you have or learning the gear that's going to be purchasing in the future or buy the gear that you need so we're trying to expand the marketplace of moment as well as expand the knowledge of creative. So that's the that's what we are in a nutshell. So yeah, we, we have our own lenses. Um, I have them around here somewhere. You know, we make up different products and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So um, that is that is the, so if you do, right now we have partners with like Fuji, Sony, Blackmagic right now. Those are the cameras we sell in the store, but we are going to try to expand. I'm hopefully try to get Z cam on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other things. Um, and we're just, we're just trying to grow. We're trying to be that, again, I said, one-stop shop for for creatives like you, me, and everyone else. <laughs> That's awesome, man. You know yeah, what I mean? Be, huh? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, whether it be like mobile photography or, you know, full-time photographer or filmmaker, that's that's who we're trying to target. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You know, because like you said, if, you, if you're that one-stop shop, it, mm-hmm. it, it eliminates the need to kind of go elsewhere. Yeah. You have all the information there, you know, yeah. the information in the gear too. Yeah, exactly. Heck yeah, so, man. It's exciting to see. It's like, man, all the all the time I've been watching, you know, Moment and Caleb and all of them. It's like, man, I'm part of it now. It's, it's still kind of weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, it's almost it's almost like like you're looking up to people and then now all of a sudden you're working with them. You're like, holy mm-hmm. crap, like what, what what happened here, you know? Yeah, I just actually released my iPhone 12 Pro versus iPhone 12 Pro Max video on the channel. So check that out. <laughs> check there you go. Out. There you go. Is, is there, is there, is there any, uh, cause I think, I think my mom's looking at getting, dude, my mom is still rocking an iPhone six. Ooh. Okay. I don't even know how it still works, <laughs> but it's, but it still works. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she's finally like, I was like, mom, just, just upgrade it, man. Like just upgrade the phone. You Does know, take a lot of photos uh, and video. Oh yeah. Especially, I mean, they've, they've been retired for like years now. So they're always on vacations and stuff like that. So, <laughs> of course, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like what else are you going to do when you're retiring? Nothing else right. to do besides right. going on vacation and road right. trips and stuff yeah. like that. Work in the garden yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. But yeah, she takes a ton of photos and videos. So I'm like, yeah, man, you should just get the iPhone 12. So Mm-hmm. Is is there any big difference between those two? Is it is it just like the, the camera Pro, and stuff? Pro, Pro Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, there's a physical difference between the two, but yeah, there. So for my, I I just got the iPhone 12 Max, the iPhone 12 Pro Max. I always get that name confu- mixed up. <laughs> got mine on Friday, and I've had the 12. Oops, I've had the 12 for two and a half weeks now, almost three weeks. So the main differences I see, because um, I was shooting a b- bunch of it this past weekend, um, the stabilization, there is a difference because uh, I know this has old optical image stabilization. That one has this newer um, sensor shift stabilization. And okay. that just means now it's like it's like a two-axis um, movement. Oh, uh, kind of like, like the GH5? Yeah, the GH5 was five axis. This is two axis. So it's like uh, back and forth. So the, I do see that there is a difference with that, but it's only in one lens. It's only, only in the standard lens. So that's the standard uh, lens on the iPhones are always going to be the better lens, apparently, until they decide to do that to all the lenses. Mm-hmm. Um, another difference um, is the, uh, it, it does have a slightly big, bigger sensor. Now, like mm-hmm. bigger 
bigger in retrospect of these are phones so it's like how much bigger like compared to to what the previous sensor size so like it's mm-hmm. just kind of weird to say that but it, it does gather a little bit more light now in terms of like low light performance they they both just are terrible in my in my opinion <laughs> i think They're they really all kind of are right yeah yeah it's, it just it falls apart terribly um, are, you about, are you talking about video or photo or both video photo oh, is okay. really good because photo okay. now you have control of his shutter sorry i'm speaking from this the video perspective. okay 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 um the photos i think they nailed whatever they're doing because now you can have longer shutter you can drag mm. it you can do all sorts of things video i feel like it's a little clunky still because they're making all these claims you know dolby um Dolby Vision 10-bit HDR that's cool but like unless you have an HDR screen you can't really experience that um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you know whatever um and uh there's n- what it, what frustrates me the most though and to answer I'll get back to answer your question but what frustrates me the most about I- Apple these are pro phones these this is a thousand dollar phone and a twelve hundred dollar phone I think respectively the the app the standard photo app on here is still the same there's no mm. real pro controls like shutter control and aperture like everything you want to use in a pro app you know that's their advertisement mm-hmm. it, it's not there so the moment app all obviously has all of that but like the shutter the um the nighttime lapse mode that they that they advertised in here is really weird um, I was going to talk about it in the video, but like I didn't understand it myself, so I really can't show you. But basically, once you tap this little bar, mm-hmm. um, oh, you can't see because I'm too close. Um, there's like a there's like a exposure slider. It looks like a compensation slider, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. But I but you know if you want to drag your shutter, you wanted to control shutter speed. But this, you either do plus two or minus two, and that's it. Man. Oh, that's not a lot, man. Yeah, and it's huh. like, okay, what does that mean exactly? Like, am I so if I'm going to boost my exposure, that means okay, I'm letting more light. Okay, that kind of makes sense. But when you do it in practical sense, because I was testing it last night, it doesn't work like you think it's going to work because you don't know how slow the shutter's working, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. Just a lot of quirky things in this. So I'm like, if you're going to be a pro phone, have pro features, but like that's why we have other apps. Anyway, I digress. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you would think that they would put at least some Yeah, I mean, pro Galaxy, features Galaxy has it. They have this whole yep, pro app, that's, right? Yep, yep. So. Yeah, it's not It's not like a third-party thing. It's like it, it comes with a phone. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I – but I, I did. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You know, I was, I was just going to say, like, uh, uh, you know, mobile photography, mobile video – is such like a big thing now you know but yeah, it's huge um, and yeah it, it's made so much stride in the last well, like five years really like mm-hmm. i remember the six right at when was the last the first iphone i had was the iphone 4 did they call it the iphone 4 it was like i i think so i think so i think so yeah or was it just the iphone at one point right i remember for it was the i it was the iphone for a while mm-hmm. and then I want to say like they had they had a four and a five, and then I think that's when they started name like okay. numbering them right. I think yeah. yeah yeah yeah, but um like I remember that and I was taking you know a ton of photos there. But now it's like man, this is literally like a DSLR in your pocket mm-hmm. <laughs> with the yeah, software dude. and everything. It's pretty impressive with the photography side of things. Video is still kind of being pulled along, but I, th- I mean yeah. you can still make films with anything. I still believe that absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, for oh, sure. And especially when you have like, go ahead, go ahead. 
<laughs> no, I could ramble. No, I, could I, was, ramble. I was gonna say it, especially now when you have when you have like better when you, when you have like companies like Moment that, that are giving mm-hmm. you wider varieties of, of mm-hmm. how to take your photo or take your photography or videos with yeah. like lenses. It yeah. just makes it that much uh, more accessible for so many people now. Yeah, and then this is gonna sound. Look, I, I work for Moment now, but I've used Moment for the last three years. I've I've bought their lenses because it. It is a better like since since Apple advertises their main lens as the best lens, when you compare to like the telephoto lens on this camera, it's not that great in my opinion. But once you put like a fifty eight mil that moment that we sell on the main camera, the the quality is just as good as the the standard wide. But now you have a, a decent zoom now. So like there's the benefit of adding that extra glass on there because this is so it's so mushy. There are other lenses mm-hmm. like the ultra wide. The ultra wide is so fun on this cam on this phone. <laughs> I, I love the ultra wide, but like if there's not a ton of light, it's not going to look sharp. It's going to look kind of just pixely and grainy. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so I throw on the 18 mil and I get the ultra wide on the standard. So it's like, you can have things to enhance this, which moment provides, which is, which is fantastic. I think you have more options now. So to answer your question mm-hmm. about the difference, main difference it is there's, there's small differences. They're not huge. They're not leaps and bounds. Apple did a really good job of all, allowing all their cameras and their new phones to be really good. No matter what you pick, it's just like, do you want something a little bit better? And that's what the max is. It's just a little bit better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Any more questions coming in? I'm looking right now. Uh, Let's see on the chat. Love Z cam footage. I hope someone's able to import Google cam app. Okay. Dante. Okay. I don't know. I never used a Google cam app. Yeah. It sounds like. Huh? No, I I don't know what that is either. Yeah. I think it was just, you know, once we get a regular, like when we're both doing regular, like live streams, more people be on. We're just like, Hey, we're just catching up anyway. So <laughs> exactly, man. You know? Yeah. Well, actually, you know what, but so, so what they wanted to ask, I mean, like, but the Z cam, but also like, um, is there any, is there any piece of gear you got this year that really helped you out? Like, you know, work wise and maybe mm. it, you could also use it as for your, for uh, content creation, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, is there something you're looking at get in or maybe a bunch of stuff getting next? Uh, cause like usually what I do is I have like, um, an Excel sheet of like 20 for each year. And I have two Excel sheets. One is for like accessory stuff. So like accessory stuff for me would be like a small rig magic arm. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And then I have like, like a big purchase list, which is like this year was like FS seven, you know, mm-hmm. is it, was there something you bought this year that helped you out on both and both ends? That's a great question. Cause I have a lot of stuff actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it is, right? Sometimes you got too much stuff where like, yeah, even my, my small little office, slash studio slash storage room it's like yeah you can kind of stuff in here see it here right um yeah i bought more c stands and i needed c yeah and was actually cool i bought the ones called m from impact okay um what i like about their arms (laughs) i have like a bunch on the floor right now they have (laughs) on either side either it's going to be a um a quarter 20 or a three a screw at the end Oh, yeah. I think that's so clutch because sometimes if I don't have a proper mic stand, I'll just screw mm-hmm. the mic onto the end. Mm-hmm. Or if I want to rig up my Z cam, I have the eight cent cage that has a ton of quarter 20s. I can rig it up. I rigged up my whole camera on a C stand for a top down mm-hmm. shot and use the wireless, uh, the app for my phone to control it. So mm-hmm. that just made life a lot easier. So buying C stands, it's plus, it was huge. Um, clutch, man. 
like some more little stuff like clamps. I got a lot of just clamps now because I needed clamps to rig up stuff. The next couple of things I need to buy are lights. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to upgrade. Um, I do need to get another camera. Um, and I'll probably get like a, a B cam camera. for your. Now I'll probably buy an A cam and this will be my B cam. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I do want to have full frame and I have full frame glass. So I want to throw some full frame glass on there. Cause, cause next year is going to be to push for narrative films, like mm-hmm. my own, my own narrative films. So mm-hmm. I, I have a particular look I'm going for and I have the glass. I just need the camera for it. Um, yeah, full frame is is honestly like even because I've been shooting, I've been using full frame for for quite some time. I've used everything from uh, like for my for own cameras that I bring, everything from full frame to Super mm-hmm. Thirty Five to Micro Four Thirds, and then I've used um, everything from like Red Scarlet, Epic Dragon, they're all Super Thirty Five, Alexa Mini, which is Super Thirty Five. But mm-hmm. you know, like um, last week, I don't know why it just popped up differently for me, but uh, you know, the commercial we were shooting. I was shooting the FS7, but I have the speed booster, so I can use yeah. my full frame glass, the SLR yeah. Magic A-, A pose. Yeah, and it's just so like that's 0. 0.71, right? The speed yeah, 0. 0. 0.71 because this yeah. the FS7 is super. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you get effectively full frame on that, but yeah. it's weird, dude. Like I'll be looking at the monitor, I'm like it's so it's sometimes it's so weird, like the like the depth of field. Mm-hmm. Someone's face will just be like popping, and everything <laughs> else is just like in space. So I was like, it looks so weird, yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah. But the full frame, it, it's definitely like a like an aesthetic look. That, yeah, uh, I, you know? I the the benefit of full frame for me is the the way if you have the right glass, that is too that matters too. But it's that three D look, like you can mm-hmm. almost look around the person if you're if you're seeing. It. Sometimes Super Thirty Fives or the smaller sensors just have a two D look to it, and that's a combination of the sensor and the glass that you're using because you mm-hmm. need the, the if there's a certain um curvature of the uh, the diameter of the front of the lens like how mm-hmm. large that is right because that's why cooks are so popular they have a very large front diameter in that glass and the way it just occurs and main is it's beautiful mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah I'm, I, I i do look for that look because i really i like shooting in three two that is my aspect ratio of choice for films moving forward <laughs> um it's a good choice man it's a great look. Oh, mm-hmm. and, and open gate, like that's what's great about Zcam. They give you a lot. They give you a ton of stuff. Um, and one of the features right now, you're looking at <clears throat> 6K open gate right now being streamed, which is hilarious. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. It's getting destroyed by YouTube compression right now, but <laughs> you're looking at 6K open gate. Um, I'm going to pause real quick because I see some questions coming in. Okay. So this is an iPhone question. What are your thoughts on the lens flares and reflections on the 12 Pro? Have you what phone do you have? Uh, I have the iPhone uh, 10R XR, whatever that. Yeah, I had it. See, I have. I still have my XR. I'm actually. Yeah, using I, I like it. And honestly, yeah. I just needed because before that I had an iPhone uh, 7 Plus, mm-hmm. and I mean it was just like it would last like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's that's the XR right now. Yeah, it, it's a perfectly fine phone. I needed something that like I could. I honestly, I just like my old phone was just. Like, again, it would last like 30, 30 minutes, 20 minutes. It was just time for up for upgrading it. Yeah. So that's the phone I have is the 10R, yeah. So I don't know if you ever shot just video at night with the phone. I rarely did it until I did this test, but I didn't know this was a thing. Like there's severe ghosting on the main lens of the iPhones. And it's it's like mm. it's like when you have like a clear filter on a on a camera lens and you take a photo mm. of like a light, you see that ghost effect. 
Oh, is, okay, okay. Yeah, it's really bad on this lens, and it's still bad oh. on these lenses. And I, I can't explain why it happens, uh, really, but um, it's it's the both bad. in photo and video, or it's just in. I didn't test it in photo. It's in video for sure. And oh, if you like, I gotta try that. Yeah, if you watch my video, I have a ton of examples of just lights just kind of just ghosting everywhere. Um <clears throat> and um. Yeah, so it's it's bad. That's my that's my thought. It's pretty bad. <laughs> um, on the wide, is not that. Um, there's some popping. Is that me or you? Mm, is it me? I don't, I don't know. It might be me. I might be knocking stuff. So sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, to answer that question, uh, ghost. That's weird. Yeah, is that a software thing or is it a? That thing's an optical thing. It's an okay. optical thing. Okay. Huh. Yeah, it has to be an optical thing. That's the only way. It's probably because, I don't know, the way the light's reflecting back and forth, and then that's what causes the, the ghost. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, can, you give, can you guys give me your talents? Well, I mean, if you watch Space Jam, just give us that basketball, and you can just suck it out of us. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man. Oh, my God. That was a class. Um, that's a classic, man. They're they're remaking it. LeBron James is the the star now. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. They've been filming that for the past two years, I think. Three years. Oh, ago. yeah. Okay. I gotta yeah, check that out, man. Then another question. Yo, I have an FS. Oh, sorry. I have a A7 III, but I'm not satisfied with the image. I shoot majority for YouTube content and also freelance commercial too. I'm learning to lean towards a Black Magic Pocket. Or the Panasonic full frame, any help? Color is super important to me as well. What would you say to that? So he has um, an A7 III. He's not happy with it, and he wants to either move to a Black Magic or a Panasonic. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it, it. I think that would boil down to like why you're not happy with it. Because I have an A7 III, but I mostly ninety percent of it is just for like YouTube stuff or uh bts is now right yeah a7 III, i got a sigma 35 one four i've had this mm-hmm. lens for like forever um i mean i do bring it on shoots but mostly it's just for like bts or um if i need something on a gimbal because flying an fs7 with a v-mount and all that crap is not fun <laughs> so i use a7 instead for gimbal yeah. or, or like a glide cam stuff but yeah i think it kind of just goes like you really got to think about why you're not happy with the image is it is it too noisy? Mm-hmm. Is it is it um, the color? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it the dynamic range? Um, if that's the case, then then yeah. If you're looking at like, if you still want to keep full frame, uh, then you would probably want to go with the S S one H. It's a great, yeah, great yeah. camera, man. One of my yeah, one of my boys, Luke, has one. Great mm-hmm. freaking camera. The color, the dynamic range, the features. Like Panasonic always, like yeah. they give you everything, man. That. Yeah, they know that. I, I I I agree with that. What you just all you just said. Black Magic Pocket is great, but um, if you're coming from a full frame to the Black Magic Pocket, there are going to be some limitations in a sense. If your if your expectations are, it should look like this versus what it actually looks like. B roll is a freaking amazing. Love that codec, mm-hmm. but um, definitely consider like, are what do you want? What are you willing to sacrifice? The sensor size, and then changing up lenses, or getting or having to get adapters. You still have to change up lenses if you're going to Panasonic because um, they have a different mount. Unless, do they have? No, they they know. have the like a L the L mount or whatever it's called for the that. L mount. They don't have any other adapters, right? Um, well, I mean, they have like L mount to yeah. EF and okay. L mount to whatever whatever your flavor is. So you guys just consider like what are you going to transfer over? What lenses you can keep to put on this new system? 
Um, <clears throat> autofocus, yeah, like do autofocus, you still need autofocus? Yeah, are you using autofocus? Like all those things are very key. Um, <clears throat> and then budget, overall budget, because the pocket mm. is going to be your best value, I think, because it's still $1,200 and it packs a punch. Um, the S1H is what around four thousand, or is it? Uh, yeah, I think I think maybe maybe now it's like thirty five hundred, mm-hmm. but I think yeah. you're probably looking around thirty five, thirty seven hundred. Yeah, and then you have better battery life with the S1H versus the Pocket because you do mm-hmm. need to kind of rig, like even though it's cheaper, there's just some things you got to kind of rig up to just kind of roll with it. So there's a lot of things to consider if you do want to you know chat more about this hit up david or hit, hit up myself we're more than happy you know rick culture mm-hmm. for life so let's go <laughs> oh, let's go i gotta send you a hoodie okay yeah i just send remember me. i just remember i gotta send you a hoodie <laughs> dude send me the hoodie remember rock that everywhere i go <laughs> i bet let's you go. want black you want black or or well i'll take i'll take i'll take that out yet so <laughs> is that is that like olive this is like or... an olive yeah it's okay like okay i say whatever whatever you got in stock man i'll take it <laughs> i bet <laughs> i got you i got you yeah, let's go um there was another question any suggestions on how to make any suggestions how to to maybe work around it <clears throat> oh i guess that's referring back to the iphone um mm. yeah just don't point directly to bright light sources um that's that's the only way to avoid it or you can kind of make yourself a little flag maybe and kind of fill some gaffers tape yeah Yeah. flag it off or something i haven't really dive into like how to that's actually a good idea for a video how to how to beat the ghosting on iphone 12 dude that's a good video idea 10 10 million views already on that one bang (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna pocket that but we'll just um, (laughs) try to try to avoid like direct direct light um i'll have to check how to test some things myself to see what i come up with um there's another oh same guy he's an 8-bit codec and colors i've been sony for four years but these mm. are just the only things that bug me yeah 8-bit versus 10-bit or 12-bit so that's yeah that's gonna be huge but definitely hit us up if you need any um extra guidance <laughs> uh don't appreciate it guys been watching you both for forever on youtube appreciate the love yeah <laughs> man love it man any any value we can bring we're here all right we do all this stuff to help you all out because we fail quite a bit to be successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's <laughs> honestly why, why I wanted to, why I started my YouTube channels was like, I wanted, I wanted to give people uh, like information that they can use in, the, in a real world environment because that's mm-hmm. what I, you know, as a commercial cinematographer and a documentary cinematographer, like that's, that's the world I live in. Yeah. And I would be on YouTube or I'd be on Google search, like, ah, uh, like, how do I do this? Or, uh, like what should I do if this happens? And mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. Sometimes I couldn't find the answer after like weeks and weeks of searching. And then now and you like, yourself to figure out the answer, right? Yeah. And then because there there's because I figure if I have the problem, there's someone out there also that has the problem. Yeah. Exactly. So if I can make a video on it, maybe that helps them out. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Well, is there is there anything else you're you're planning on getting next year as far as well? You said lights, right? Is there any, any lights yeah, you're looking lights. at? Lights. Um, either my business partner is pushing me to get the Aperture 300D Mark Twos. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting one soon. That and that 600D yeah. though looks really good. <laughs> 600D is yeah. like, dude. Because I'll tell you, like I last need, week, I need powerful lights. That's what I need next. Yeah. Because sure. last weekend we were shooting um a lot of stuff, but yeah, I mean we had like. I had a sky panel S60, which is like not the smallest light in the world. It's no, the, not at all. <laughs> it's not a fucking small light, man. And then, you know, you, it's a, it's a two man thing to set up because you need a combo stand to that's heavy enough for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you need, you know, I mean, you could put it up on yourself, but it's, it's, a, it's a really that's expensive a lot of light. That's, that's your that's, rent. Cause the light about 
this wide. It's right? a two by yeah. yeah, and it's like thirty some pounds that yeah. you gotta that you gotta put on a combo stand. You know, and we had a Kino Flow Celeb. 400 or 450, which is like the same size as the sky mm -hmm. panel. Mm -hmm. And we had a couple aperture 120Ds and stuff like that. And a little uh, Falcon eyes that I recently I bought up like two months, three months ago, a little yeah. flex panel thing. Yeah. But that 600D, man, is like, it looks to be a really powerful light that could honestly replace some of like the HMIs I'm used to um, renting because, you know, they're HMIs are, are I mean, I, I don't want to own them because they're, they're so big. Yeah, they're massive. And they're gotta, big, they're heavy. Yeah, you got to Exactly, exactly. And they take they take a couple minutes to warm up. And then if you got to, you know, LED you put... is the future, honestly. Yeah, 100%, man. <laughs> honestly. 100%, um, man. Yeah, I, I need a couple of things. I need, so I've had my 120D for the last four years. And it's slow, it's slowly dying on me. It's making this. Oh, place. it is? It's making this humming noise. I need to contact them, see if there's like a lifetime warranty or something. Because every time I turn it on, it's just like. That's weird, dude. So I have the original one and my ballast died last year. Or... Yeah, that's what's making the noise. It's the ballast. <laughs> yeah, I think my ballast either died last last year or the year before. And um, so I contacted the guys from Aperture and then um, they're like, yeah, man, just uh, bring it in. I was like, bring it in. What do you mean? And there's a war there's a they have a warehouse, like maybe like. 45 minutes away from me mm, so I, I literally nice. i literally just drove there and they're like yeah man you know, we'll just give you a new one i said like, oh okay and i already had owned the light for like three years so. yeah exactly. okay so yeah maybe i have some maybe i have some upside now because i work for a moment too <laughs> there, there, there you go man um but yeah it's kind of sucks being in the midwest because i'm not near any like big rental houses or or companies like that so do you guys do you guys have local like local rental houses like near near you the biggest local the biggest rental house is magnanimous Mag, magnanimous rentals is in chicago oh chicago um, oh yeah. shit. that's but that's still like what like an hour two, or something? two two hour drive Jeez. yeah and i'm not in Damn. chicago a lot anyway but i'm yeah. sure there's some more around here just there's there's this is not like where I am is kind of dry in terms of like film production stuff. Your mm. grid is like, I don't know where you are. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, dude. Crazy. Oh my God, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, I need to either get this replaced and I need to add two more lights, either 300D or the 600D. I need a yeah. lot of little ambient lights. Um, mm. Cause now I'm, I'm really into like, let me set, let me see what this looks like with this ambient light. Then I'll, take out what's practicals there and add light right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's gonna be a hefty price to pay we got to just finish up this next two projects to get paid from and then we can probably yep. um get these lights that we need yeah um, i but, was looking at intelli intelli lights you've heard about them uh maybe i mean it sounds familiar i mean are they just like a like a like a aperture nan light kind of yeah, competitor yeah, or because they had this bundle they had three um i forget what they're called but they're just as powerful as the 120 d they had three of them uh, as a bundle for two thousand dollars okay so i'm looking at value that, versus you know quality and reliability and so i'm kind of looking at those things but yeah three of them would be nice because like i can put like I can put a light back here, black back there, but then I could tear it down, take it to an interview thing. Like, I, yep. Well, I need, I need like three lights to be honest. Yeah. I mean, that's why I like, like, you know, the, all the lights I have are pretty much either aperture or nan light because they're super lightweight. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't need like for, for a sky panel, I need a combo stand and those are heavy enough. I don't want to carry one around, you know, yeah. with all the other gear that I have. 
but like a 300D, I can easily put on a C stand that I can fit in my trunk or my car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I can rig it overhead on like in some kind of overhead rigging configuration. You know what I mean? Um, and so I think like those lights, the tube lights are super, super helpful. Um, yeah. So like the lights, lights definitely for me are something that I'm looking at getting, um, next year for sure. Like the 300D Mark II, I want to get pretty soon. So I hear you. Um, oh, so, uh, I'm, I'm looking at some of the comments on the live, um, there is one company I've been, and you know this company, you know Kinfinity, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Edge has been on my mind for forever, and it's taking forever to come out. Because what I that's their eight. What I want. That's their eight K. Yeah. Um, cinema camera, full frame. Sorry, large format. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has ProRes RAW built in. That has all the flavors of ProRes. Um, and a couple other things that are very interesting. They're Kenny Mouse. So they're. Kinfinity and Zcam are very similar, both Chinese brands, but um, they have the they have the right idea of being modular. You know, Canon's finally getting on being modular, um, but um, I'm very I'm very intrigued because they have a beautiful image. Like Kinfinity's image is really really yeah. nice. They 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 do the one thing with that though is says uh, one of my other friends who also shoots a lot of commercial stuff um, in LA. Uh, he has been renting the Marvel LF for like the last like five five-ish months or so how's that for been? work it's honestly it's it's like half the time it works half the time it doesn't work yeah, so when heard, it does horror stories yeah so when it does work it's like he honestly has been telling me and i've seen some some of the images too i mean it looks like like alexa mini lf like it looks like that alexa yeah, image exactly That's but yeah, but the other half of the time, it's like he'll, he might be spending like I, I remember one time he was on set and it's like they were spending like two, three hours just trying to get the thing to like it froze mm-hmm. and then they couldn't get it back up for like three hours. Real quick, we're about to end on the live, I think, soon on Instagram, that is. Okay. Um, but um, but yeah, to that, to that, I, I just want to get my hands on it and, you know, test it, rent those paces. Um, I definitely think that if Z cam is, I, th- I think small cameras are great. I, the form factor is pretty nice, saves your back, but there is something about having a, a larger camera just in terms of how you can build around it with the right accessories instead of that. Mm-hmm. It, Cause like once I build this to the, to the point where it feels, feels excessive is because the camera is too small. The brain of it is too small. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, that being said, like the image of the LF is uh, the edge is really um, sorry. The image of Kinefiti's cameras are really mm-hmm. good. I don't know oh, what yeah. the LF looks like yet because there hasn't been much out there. I even emailed them and said, Hey, is there going to be any units coming to rental houses anytime soon or anything like that? So <clears throat> still waiting on that response. But, uh, and that's another yeah. thing like, like they're, they don't have a US brand or whatever here. Yep. Everything's still. Uh- in China. So that's really hard to kind of get in contact with, but for some reason I'm holding on to hope and hopefully I can get my hands on it. Cause I really want, I, I, if I had the camera of choice and all the, the quirks and everything kind of get fixed in this next series of cameras, mm-hmm. I would dive into being a, a, a Kinefinity. Owner. Yeah. I mean, I've also, I've been looking through cameras for a while too, but mm-hmm. it's just, you know, when I, when I have friends who are on set using them for like yes. months and it's like, 
again, half the time it works, half the time it doesn't work. Like I can't have, like I needed to work a hundred percent of the time. Yes. But you're telling me to be wise. I know. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, I've seen other people on the Facebook page cause I'm still a member of the Facebook page that oh, like some okay. people have had no issues. So it's like, I think their quality control is like the only thing is like some people get, some people get a good, get a good camera and people don't get a good camera. And it's kind of like black magic though. Cause like a G, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, yeah. G2 was like that. The Black Magic Pocket, the first when it first came out, it was just garbage. Everybody was original just, Black Magic sucked. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, they were just like, <laughs> yo, what is going on? So I, I mean, they're not the same company, but like that, that's just, it was the same experience early on. So I don't know. Let's, I'm holding out because it's only yeah. twelve thousand dollars, and I say that only, but like it's like you do one job, you, you can buy that camera. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for like next year, I mean, that's definitely a camera. I don't know. Next year, I'm next year. I'm looking at either next year or, or 2022. But at least for me, it makes more sense to get like the FX9 just from all the stuff yeah. that I shoot. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you have like the Mav. You have the the Edge, mm-hmm. um, and you know, similar similar cameras for like 11 grand, 12 grand. Like that's. That's like the C three hundred Mark two or Mark yeah. um, Mark three Mark three. They're, they're like that fifteen, right? Oh, fifteen, maybe it's fifteen. Okay, yeah, I think it's 15. like they're they're within that like eleven fifteen k range, mm-hmm. you know. And you expect to have like a really solid, solidly built camera for that kind of price, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot out there. There's a lot out there. Yeah, it's too much, man. There's <laughs> too many cameras, dude. <laughs> what camera I should get? I don't know. <laughs> dude, I, if I had a dime, if I had a, if I had a dollar every time I was asked that, yeah, I, I already have an FX9 by now, probably. Exactly. I would just, like, just from being asked that, I would have had all the cameras that I could tell you exactly yeah. which one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't going to be, like, that perfect camera, but I think, like, I think there's a perfect camera for you for what you do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, you got to let it grow unless you immediately know this is not for you, but you got to let it grow. Let mm-hmm. it grow on you. Like the Z cam, like I was very hesitant with the Z cam and the black magic pocket. When I first switched over from the GH5, I was very hesitant with the black magic because all the rumors of like, oh, it's going to crash this, that, and the other grow me loved it. Um, mm-hmm. Switched over, got the Z cam grow me really love it actually. So yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. I'm actually, that's, uh, wow, it's been an hour. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Time, time flies, man. Yeah, man. Time flies in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for the rest of the week? And then we can, we can wrap up. Yeah. Um, is it this weekend or next weekend? I think this week is more just like catching up on stuff. Uh, or this coming week is more catching up on stuff. So like, uh, have my podcast, which I've been very active on. Good, it's a weekly, good. it's a weekly thing. So I need to catch up on that, bro. Sheesh, is that on Apple Podcasts? I have an Apple Podcast and on Spotify. Ooh, you fancy! I Doing that. big things. Because I was Doing on big it, things, man. I was but on yeah, it a couple of months ago. <laughs> exactly, man. You're my, you're you're my first interview, man. So oh yeah, uh, exactly, man. But yeah, uh, I recently did. Like I said before, recently did interview with uh, Nick Pilecki. He's a DP mm-hmm. uh, out, of, out of Ontario. Mm-hmm. I just look him up on, on Instagram. But like really good, solid work, man. So we talked about everything like how we got started and, and what he does now but yeah so this week it's just catched up on podcast youtube i have a I have my milanote thing of like youtube videos i just haven't been on dude milanote you you show me that i've been using it ever since man i don't know it's the way to go bro it's the been best brain dump ever <laughs> exactly yeah you can literally just like you have an idea Done. Then let it go resources. Or, man i'm about to i need to get sponsored by them you get <laughs> I've got so many people on Milanote. It's crazy. You need to get some affiliate links for Milanote <laughs> for sure. No, I so, think they 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 did. Um, let me get the uh, the 
platform for free for a bit. So that was oh cool. damn okay there you yeah. go there you go yeah so 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 there's that and then um, um, I think probably just a lot of like uh, pre-production stuff for for December. Um, so this week it, you know, I'm not really shooting much, but it's more just like back end admin stuff, pre-production stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then I actually managed to get a PS five. So my fire, you did. <laughs> dude, Thursday morning, I was up, I was like from like, from like midnight. Yeah. Midnight was when it like launched ever mm-hmm. couldn't, couldn't get one. And I was like, whatever, you know, and then I woke up 6am then I managed to get one from Best Buy. So I'm supposed to be able to pick it up tomorrow. So, you know, fire it up, see, see, we see what happens, you know, I've, I've been seeing some stuff where like people's PS5s have just been crapping mm-hmm. out on them. And I was yeah. like, what? Man? Yeah. Like I'm, I, I'm not a PS guy, but, um, the Spider-Man game, um, looks Oh, that looks good. Freaking dude. amazing, man. And the load time zero, literally zero dude. when it comes to transitioning in and out and stuff like, golly, that's yeah. Fast. Cause I, I think they finally put like an SSD in it. Mm-hmm. Or because I know because I have a PS4 and that still has the old ass mechanical drive and it's just like, <laughs> dude, it's horrendous, man. That's you crazy. know, yeah, it's crazy. I, I'm holding off. I'm like, I'm just trying to like. I told my wife, I'm like, we're just we need to get out of debt. We're just yeah, 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 yeah. Get out of debt. <laughs> That's the goal, dude. Hey, last question. Last okay. Last question. Yeah, yeah. Ha- have you completely moved away from Final Cut? Are you all resolved now, or do you still use Final oh, Cut? Oh, oh, fun. Okay, this is going to be a long explanation. Um, so yeah, I was early on DaVinci and I still love DaVinci, but I, I moved from it cause I had an older iMac. I had a 2017 iMac and it was on his last leg. So when I, when I got my Z cam, like the, for some reason the ProS files are really sh- chugging along with my computer and DaVinci. I couldn't mm. figure out why. So I switched over, um, to, for, to Final Cut Pro when I was in the middle of, when I was beginning those two new projects over the summer. So the doc and the experimental film. And um, that helped my workload a lot because the, the way it's optimized, it just ran faster with 6K ProRes files. Wow. Um, yeah. And so um, I've, I've, I'm still in Final Cut Pro because the, the projects aren't finished. So once I'm out of that, I'll do a complete clean house, move stuff over, and then do a whole revamp getting back to DaVinci Resolve because DaVinci Resolve is, is where I want to be in. That's the ecosystem mm. I like. Um, uh, especially now I have the new 2020 iMac things a beast what a value for 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 half the price of a um, iMac Pro so um, yeah I'm, kick, I'm kicking my ass because I have an iMac Pro and then when you? I saw I bought it like I bought when I bought it 2018 so like a couple months after it came out because mm-hmm. I was editing so much stuff dude and originally I, I have um, I had an iMac like a 2015 iMac, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just, I was just doing so much stuff, dude. And I needed something a little bit faster. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll get an iMac Pro. I just got the base model. That's all I really needed. And then the 2020 iMac came out. I'm like, holy crap, my iMac Pro s- <laughs> like, like sucks now, dude. <laughs> Literally, not even comparable. Yeah, so, it is um, fast. It is fast. Okay, like, that's good. Okay. It's gotten to a point where I used to just wait for render times and wait for exporting times. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just be on my phone as I'm exporting something now. And I look up, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's done. Like, golly. Damn, <laughs> what? It's, it's, Final Cut Pro is so well optimized on the Mac. It's just scary. But DaVinci is pretty optimized really well. I mean, DaVinci is optimized well on the Mac, too. So I'm, okay. I'm looking forward to the new. And it's funny, in the keynote this past week, 
uh, last week with the new M1 chip. Oh, the new M1 chip. Yeah, yeah. They were highlighting DaVinci Resolve a lot. I'm like, what does this mean? What is this conspiracy now? Because that's crazy because that takes away from their 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 product, their final. They cut. didn't even show Final. They showed Final Cut Pro like once. Wow, that's weird, man. This is a, there's a conspiracy because I'm hoping that they're talking about ProRes Raw because ProRes Raw is annoying. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying. Like it's supposed to be this great thing, and it's, it is great in a sense, but there's no full control like a raw format. Even in Final Cut, no, just like only cer- certain cameras, like the Panasonic H1. H1, oh, sorry, S1H has the ability to do ISO, color balance, uh, yeah, white balance, and something else. It's like only three controls. The Z cam has weird. one control, one or two controls, white balance and exposure. Um, Why is that though? Because isn't it all just ProRes RAW? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know? like it feels so limited to be a RAW format. So, yeah. And it's so sensitive. <laughs> I say that like, because I, I tested it from the Z cam and my highlights were just gone. And I, and I knew I, I, I exposed it properly. And so when you bring it down to, because, you know, it looks overexposed when you bring it into an HDR timeline. Right. Bring it down, but like once you bring it down and certain information was just gone. And I knew I had to correct LUT. I, I exposed correctly and stuff. But I was like, well, I'm not going to even bother with this right now because the workflows is Whoa. not ideal. Huh. So there's so much upside to it, but it's not, it's not just completely fleshed out in my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just waiting for that. Or when Z-Raw becomes more, uh, Z-Raw works in Premiere, but I don't use okay. Premiere because I think Premiere is garbage. Sorry for all you Premiere workers. I just, I don't like it on the Mac. Um, yeah, but, I still, I, I still have to use Premiere for some stuff and it's just yeah. like... Yeah, I don't need to. Yeah, some I, of the I, updates are nice. They do spoil you though with these newer updates. Um, but you're paying a lot for you're paying a lot yearly for that program when you can buy Final Cut Pro Resolve once for yeah. for forever. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like eh, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope one day maybe I don't know I don't know if this is ever going to be, but if ProRes Raw becomes a thing and DaVinci Resolve then that might be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. It just might hurt DaVinci or might help DaVinci, one of the two. So Yeah, I, I don't know. My, you know. I think my thoughts on that are kind of like, I, I don't think it'll hurt any of them because it's like everyone, there's so many different cameras. You know what I'm saying? Like people shoot on RED, people shoot on Alexa, people shoot mm-hmm. on Canon, mm-hmm. Canon Law, Canon Raw, Blackmagic Raw. Uh, Pro Res Raw. It's like if they're gonna shoot, let them use your product then. Yeah, exactly. Like, let them use your software, and then but you win too. Someone's you know? bickering up here. It's like, guys, your yeah. your goal is for us to be happy, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're you know, continue to buy the things you want us to buy. <laughs> yeah, because because it's like you know, if if you're gonna force people to to like, if, okay, if you're gonna force people to use Final Cut just because they want to use Pro Res Raw. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think if anything, like you're, you're creating too much tension for the mm-hmm. consumer, mm-hmm. whether the consumer is uh, someone who shoots and edits their own stuff or whether that's a production company, right. you know, and that's the big thing. It's like a lot of agencies or production companies that I work with, like they have their workflow and they don't want to change it. Right. Like exactly. that's their process. That's it. Don't yep. get it in their way. If so if you're going to get in their way, they're not going to use your stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I honestly hope that like ProRes Raw becomes available for like, 
um, all of them for Da Vinci, um, yeah. for Premiere and all of them. You know, and same thing with Black Magic. You know, if it's available in like in Final Cut, like well, that's what that's funny. Black Black Magic's trying to do that with Canon and Panasonic because Black Magic Raw oh. with their new recorders. Remember, the recorders now can capture. Oh, the Odyssey. The no, no, the um, oh. the um, what is it called? The Black Magic pod, the Black Magic video monitor recorder something like that that records pro uh, uh oh okay okay so the panasonic ev1 um the canon c200 and there's another camera that they can they can output uh, a raw signal and now a capture b-raw you can use that in davinci so they're they're willing to do that so now oh, we just have oh. these two yeah we have these two computer com- competitors now ProRes Raw versus B-Raw, which company is going to get the most cameras under their belt to u- be used. So Yeah, that's a tricky one, man. Yeah, it is. That's a tricky one. Yeah, I mean that I think I guess that is that's another um that's another win for some people who want to get like the Komodo, you know, because Red Raw, Red Code Rod has been around for, yeah, for a while. It's universal now. Universal now. It's 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 whatever you got. Final Cut, Da Vinci, mm-hmm. Premiere, you're good. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i mean there, I yeah there's a plus way with ari too but you know most mm-hmm. people use 444 for um for the yeah <laughs> yeah most of my experience with ari has always been using just prores 444 mm-hmm. you know um exactly. unless you're doing like some heavy some super heavy vfx stuff then they yeah, might want raw oh yeah maybe but see that's what's know? great about prores raw because prores raw is it's it's data heavy like 444 but not as fat as 444 so yeah that's why i like black magic raw because it's like so much it, it took up less space than prores but it had mm-hmm. so much like information that mm-hmm. uh raw file you know a bit raw in a small package yes zero and zero is a beast <laughs> yeah it, that's a whole other conversation because i'm still diving into what that looks like because um you need you need the third party app to decode zero but the downside mm. of that once it decodes it, it decodes it to 10 bit. So you need to do oh. your, you need to do your prep work in their app before you convert it and put it into your Oh, like your exposure bit. adjustments and all that kind of stuff. And, and their app is clunky. So it's mm-hmm. like, so what do you why did you even put raw in here? <laughs> that was kind of like back when when I first was using Redicode, it was like you had to put it in um the hell is that program called red cine red cine x whatever mm-hmm, and then make your adjustments in there and then bring it into premiere whatever you're using you know mm-hmm. so i you know it just it's just one extra step yeah but you know now i'm just used to like i don't know that's i, I love that i love my fs7 because that 422 codec it, it's honestly been it's robust it's one of the strongest robust. codecs i've ever seen it's dude quite robust and i use that camera so so many from so many projects actually yeah yeah I, I on it, i've taken it into so many situations from like mm. you know like fully lit situations to mm. running and dock stuff where you're just at the mercy of the location and the weather and it's like i'm just so surprised like how how robust that codec is mm-hmm. and how clean that image is too mm. it's just like yeah they, they made they made a really good camera with that so yeah yeah they did bro we gotta do this again let's do it let's do it again should we wrap wrap this up yes wrap up okay um, all right but yeah, man, it's good. It's good. It's good catching up, man. You know, Chris, Thanksgiving's coming. Christmas coming. Wait, did they cancel? They cancel Thanksgiving for you? They canceled Thanksgiving for no, me? no. I'm asking, do they? Do they? Oh, are they doing any kind of like? I have no idea. Dude, uh-huh. California, California got some whack ass Thanksgiving rules. I'll tell you that much. 
You might as well not have Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I did see that CNN put out a video about oh, what to do God. for Thanksgiving during COVID. So I'm, we're, we're blessed to be in a location where the numbers aren't spiking. I mean, you know, they're not like in a massive city. So it's, it's Thank been quite nice. I mean, yeah, yeah. We, we still try to, you know, keep cautious and everything who, who are around, how long, mm-hmm. all that stuff, wearing a mask. But um, yeah, I can't imagine what it is like in the city right now. So prayers going up for you, man. Stay safe. Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> all, right, man. all right, we'll do this next time, man. I'll see you soon. All right, man. All right peace, you guys. Laters.